At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. Number two of Final Countdown here on Vsin. It is Matt Brown. It is Jeff Parles. It is producer Steph behind the glass, real person promise. And we are watching three minutes left. 23-13 Duke over UCF in the military bowl presented by what does that say? Periton? Periton? Perit? Periton? Whatever. Periton? Not Peloton. Peloton's not sponsoring a bowl. Converse not not sponsored by uh by by the uh, weapons company. Anymore? I mean, I, you would think, right? Or one of these other company in the military bowl. We found out there were a couple of different sponsors of these bowls that are like military supply companies, which you would think that they would that they would supply. All right, Matt Brown, them. what what, what does Periton do? Well, here's the thing: if we have if we have any guess of any time we go, what does this company do? It is always either supplying logistics to something, or a shipping company, or some sort of military supply company. It's one of the three. It is a private. It is a privately held American technological company uh, that is uh, areas of expertise include logistics. space, logistics. Say it. Come on. Space, logistics. intelligence, cyber logistics. security, <laughs> defense, homeland security, and health. I, I mean, I said military. I mean, come on. Yeah. I was pretty much there. I was pretty much there. I kind of, it was a kind of a blend of all the three companies that so I said. So, actually, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This company bought Nor- Northrop Grumman, who, of course, built weapons for all those years. So, there you go. We, we knew. We, we knew. knew. <laughs> Listen, it's, it's, all, it's, it's all incestuous. If, if you're wondering who sponsors bowls, we know now. If you've never heard of the company, you can be, rest assured that that's what it is. That's what it comes down to. Or so, towards a restaurant you've never heard of because you're not from that region of the country. Do you have any other college football bets today? We have the Liberty Bowl still yes. to come, which is Kansas and Arkansas. We have the Holiday Bowl, which is Oregon and North Carolina. We also have the Texas Bowl, which is Texas Tech and Ole Miss. I bet Kansas. Okay. As we sit right now, yes. Kansas two-and-a-half-point underdogs. To Arkansas, and this is a anywhere from sixty nine and a half all the way to seventy one out there from a total Whoa. standpoint. So just uh, keep that in mind as you shop around. Oregon, North Carolina. Oregon is sitting as a 13, 13 and a half point favorite over North Carolina, a total of seventy six in that one. And then Texas Tech and Ole Miss. Ole Miss is a anywhere from three and a half to four and a half favorite over Texas Tech. That one. With a total of seventy-two, I look. I was looking into the Holiday Bowl, and I was like, "Okay, do I want do I want to look at this?" And then it was like, "Okay, Oregon lost two of their last three. Carolina lost their last three entering the game." And then you look, Oregon's offensive coordinator Kenny Dillingham left the school for Arizona State. Then Carolina's mm-hmm. offensive coordinator Phil Longo left for Wisconsin. Both of the teams 
are without at least four major contributors on both sides of the ball due to either transfer or opt-outs and all the things. And I go, you know what? I'm out. I'm out on this game. Can't do it. Can't. But the quarterbacks are playing, though. There, there is that, at least that. that. That's, that's the big deal because Knicks and May is as good of a non-playoff bull quarterback matchup mm-hmm. that we're getting this year. So, I look, I'm not touching this game. I think North Carolina's defense is a sieve to begin with, and they are an even bigger sieve with the opt-outs now. So, hey, look, it is 76. It's the highest one of bull season. I don't like going <laughs> over 76 because it's a lunacy number, but don't be so surprised if this isn't like 55 to 41 when this is all What said took now. you to Kansas? This is a full motivation game for me. Now, first off, I do like this game over. You are getting to the point where it's probably a little nuts to get in late. When this was 68, I thought it was real good. At 69, I didn't mind it. 70, I don't mind, but now you're getting to the point where you might be better off seeing if you get an opening drive zero or maybe two drives with three and then coming in on and over. Look, uh, Kansas, This is these are two programs that, look, Kansas, we know how bad they were forever, and they mm-hmm. finally get back to a bowl. This has been a pretty disappointing season for Arkansas, but I think you're going to get enough out of Kansas. I think you're going to get enough unique stuff from Kansas, plus, as we know, in town here, Arkansas's defensive coordinator, Barry, uh, Barry Odom, is not a head coach of UNLV, so he's not coaching in this game for Arkansas. So I'm curious how the defensive mm-hmm. communication is for Arkansas this in this game with a different defensive play caller. So that's why I went gravitated to Kansas, and that's why I still, even at 70, this is up two points. Yeah. You said, I said all the way to 71 in some spots. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it because I think we're going to have some messy defense for two defenses that by the end of the year were really not any good. Periton Labs, do the can't be done is what producer Seth Ooh. lets us know. Do Ooh. the can't be done. Is That's a slogan. great catchphrase. Do the can't be done. Uh, you should add that to your Twitter profile. Do the can't be done. <laughs> that sounds like something that is that should be added to a Twitter profile for sure. Now, the Texas Bowl is fairly interesting from Texas Tech and Ole Miss because there wasn't a ton here for us to have to sift through of trying to figure out. I mean, we, we, know, we know at least you know, head coaches are intact. What we're getting here is Texas Tech, and they end on a three-game win streak. They beat bowl teams in Kansas and Oklahoma along the way in that three-game win streak. Ole Miss, though, did lose their last three games. It was a tough schedule to end out the season for them. However, if you look at this, Texas Tech, really good pass offense, as you typically have kind of come to know with Texas Tech, 13th-ranked passing game in the nation. That said, this defense is absolutely atrocious, Uh, 97th. Defense in the country, Jeff, and I look at this and I see the three and a half on Ole Miss, and I'm kind of wondering if I'm going to go ahead and, and scoop it up because I do, I do think it's a, 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 even though Texas Tech did play some some pretty good teams along the way. Look, Ole Miss, even though they stumbled down the stretch, still a good team, still still with a lot of decent players, and more than anything, the defense is pretty good for Ole Miss, and I do wonder if that's going to be enough to kind of keep this game fairly close. And if that's the case, I kind of do give the advantage to. To Ole Miss in this one. Not in the account quite yet, but that's where at least I was leaning. You gotta love the day where this first game that's going way the heck under had the lowest total by far at 62 and a mm-hmm. half. Lowest by far. I actually kind of like the under in that late game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. know that's a little scary with the way that, that Texas Tech uh, has really struggled to defend the pass this year, but <sighs> Ole Miss's defense isn't that terrible. They're, no, they're, I think it's pretty good, they're, actually. They're, they're, yeah. They actually lean to, to me mm-hmm. the above average side mm-hmm. of things. You're asking, I mean, in order to get a 70, over 72 here, let's just think about this here. You're, you're basically at that, that's 38, 34 based off the current line. Yeah. I don't think Texas Tech is getting to 34. Well, and the, I don't think Ole Miss is getting in the 40s. Well, here's the other thing. So Ole Miss, if you look at just kind of how they were able to move the ball over the course of the season, they were very inefficient passing the ball and they were much more efficient running the ball. And if this Texas tech defense plays as poorly as they did all year long in basically both facets of the game, then you would think again, assumption of rational coaching doesn't always play out, but you would like to think that's a big assumption. Yes. That Ole Miss is going to go out and run the ball and try to give a heavy dose of running the ball because that's where they're better. And it doesn't really matter how you attack this Texas tech defense. They're, they're not worse against the pass or the run. They're equal opportunity. Um, that also would lean towards an under as well if we're looking at run, 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 run over and over and over over again from the Ole Miss side of things. So, again, I am I have a decent little lean to Ole Miss, maybe a small play before it's all said and done on on this. Maybe an under, too. Maybe I'll do a little 
Maybe I'll do a little one. Maybe I'll do two bets on a game that I didn't think I was going to have any bets. How about that? Do the uh, do the uh, the side total parlay. Do that. Yeah, there's all some fun. So as we look towards the rest of the week, do you have any other? Do you have any other bets in your account already in any of no, these games? No, I do not. I am waiting. I am waiting for two things. I am waiting to see if I get a seven on Saturday with Michigan. Okay. I don't think I will, but I am comfortable laying seven and a half. But as obvious as we know, mm-hmm. that's if it's seven. If a seven reappears, that could be there for five minutes. So if it's a five minute yeah. period where I'm not paying attention. I could be totally out of luck. Yeah. But Michigan, if it gets a seven, it's a definite. I still think it's good at seven and a half. The other semifinal, I don't think we're getting back to six, or more importantly, we're not getting up to seven. And if we do, it won't be there for long. I like Georgia anyway, so that wouldn't even help me if that gets to seven. I do like K-State against Alabama. Alabama has, even though all their guys are playing, Matt, we know Alabama's history in these bulls that don't really matter to them, which are non-playoff bulls. It's not particularly good. We've seen them lose to worse teams than what this K-State team is. So I wouldn't be shocked if K-State wins a Sugar Bowl outright on uh, early on Saturday. That wouldn't stun me at all. Yeah, I do wonder. I mean, it, you, you do have a couple of guys that are kind of showing out to be top five picks, though, in the draft. You have and two I guys, do, for sure. Yeah, and so there's, there's that in which it does at least it, give me a little bit of pause going against – Going against Bama, like I mentioned on, it was either yesterday or the day before. But anyway, like I, I was already on Georgia, on Georgia a little bit more once I dug in a little bit more in this thing. I mean, if you just kind of look, Georgia with the the beatdown of Oregon in the beginning of the year, right, forty nine to three, just absolutely shut down that team. It, it, then Tennessee, they go in. It, this is when Tennessee was the hottest thing going. Of course, they beat them twenty seven thirteen at the time. Tennessee was number one. Then in the SEC championship, LSU was kind of on a little bit of a run. There, of course, stumbled at A&M last week of the season, but then they just, you know, handily beat them 50-30 to 30 in that one. So you, you look at, like, what Jalen Carter and his de- defense has done for Georgia over the course of the year, 2.97 yards per rush, Jeff. 2.97 yards per rush. Under three yards allowed per rush for this defense over the course of the season. And then even more important, and not saying that this is going to play out against Ohio State, because certainly Ohio State, Player for player, man for man, we're talking still tons of five five stars, four stars, things like that. But Georgia was getting a 31% pressure rate when opponents were passing against them. One in every three pass attempts, this quarterback that they were going up against was feeling pressure from that defense, defensive line, linebackers, everything that's going on there. It just it seems like there's a lot here for for uh, Ohio State to overcome to get past this Georgia defense here. And I think, obviously, on the on the offensive side of the ball, Stetson Bennett isn't going to, like, win you a game, but he's not going to lose you a game either, right? I mean, he's just a kind of a steady Eddie game manager type guy. They run the ball more than they pass it anyway. So, uh, I, I really do. I, I I like Georgia at anything under seven. No problem with that. I, look, we'll set up for the rematch of last year's Orange Bowl. Mm. And no reason to think Georgia's not going to run Michigan out again if that's the title game. Yeah, I mean, I think that they were the, you know, favorite – all season long and correctly so for the right. So yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I think top to bottom, you don't want to maybe buy into what Stetson Bennett is, but it's just kind of like, Hey, look, we've seen teams win national championship with game managers before, right? When you have defenses this good, you've seen teams be able to go and get it done. And I think that that's likely the case in the scenario here in this one. When we come back, we'll talk to DraftKings analyst, Jeff Ulrich on the other side here. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. But let's say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is Matt Brown. It is Jeff Pearls. It is producer Seth behind the window. Promise you, she is a real person. But joining us here on Final Countdown, we're going to talk to Jeff Ulrich, DraftKings analyst. You can find him on the Twitter machine at the Fantasy Grind. Jeff, thanks for joining us, my man. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me on. So let's start here in the NFL, and I do, I'm very, very, very interested in how someone can push a button for the Indianapolis Colts this week. I need to hear this from you as to how you can back this lifeless team that has nothing to play for. It is a coach that's on his way out. They're putting the worst quarterback in there for a reason. Tell me what you're doing here on this Colts team. First of all, I mean, how dare you besmirch the name of Nick Foles? I mean, <laughs> I mean the worst quarterback. What are you talking about? Um, look, uh, th- this one is is really just about where the money's coming in on, man. Mm. I mean, 80% of the cash going in to, to the Giants here early on. And I love backing underdogs uh, coming off just really poor primetime performances. We see this so often. A team just gets smoked in primetime. They look terrible. The number gets inflated for next week. And, oh, they're not quite as bad as we think they are. You know, under Jeff Saturday, the Colts have played in four games, with one, and the difference has been one score. Like, it just – it's it, they've played in a lot of close games. Yeah, they blew the, the Minnesota game. It's still covered. Um, you know, they, they, they beat the Raiders when no one was giving them a chance. So, it's not like the team has been that bad. You know, you convert one fourth and one with Nick Foles last week, and that game against the Chargers – it was potentially really close at the end. So I think Foles will be better. Uh, the Giants have played in a ton of one-score games as well. They had just not covered by big numbers. I think six points is just too much here. I'll take the Colts uh, at six. Jeff, let's go to the other New York team. Uh, I think the biggest indictment of Zach Wilson is goes to the bench. Mike White, who very, may very well still have broken ribs. Four-point difference. Positive for the Jets for Mike White now. And the Jets are actually favored in a tough place to play where both teams are in got to have its spots. Jets are now a point and a half favorite on the road in Seattle, but you, you like Mike White here. Oh, yeah, I like Mike White. I mean, the team like likes Mike White. That's the big thing, right? I mean, like, you, you know, you hear the guys talk about him. Uh, you know, Garrett Wilson obviously uh, lo- loves him, but I mean, Mike White is just, uh, I think he's worth the points. I really do. Um, and, and this comes down to, you know, stylistic. It's not just It's not just the quarterback change. That's a massive part of it for the Jets. Um, Seattle is just a defense that just, it, it, they're not doing anything right now. Um, you know, you, you look at what they've, they've been doing, allowing that to opposing running backs. I think the jets going to be able to run the ball a little bit more here as well. Uh, and, and you just look at, at also what, what Mike white was able to do against weak NFC defenses. You know, he averaged 25 points against Minnesota and Chicago. 
If the Jets can get to 23, 25 points here, I think that's going to be enough. Really do. No Tyler Lockett for Seattle. They've struggled the last two weeks. In fact, he can only put up 10. I know it's cold conditions, but against the Kansas City Chiefs, that worries me a lot. Seahawks are just headed in the wrong direction. I think the Jets' defense stiffens up here. And I think Mike White probably puts up 23 points again, and that's more than enough for me. We've got the Battle of Los Angeles, the Rams and the Chargers. Of course, the Chargers did go ahead and get into the playoffs this past week. Rams, we know that that season is lost. As we sit right now, six and a half points in favor of the Chargers, a very low total of 40 and a half. You are not afraid in laying it here with the Chargers. I mean, I I, I tend to think if I was going to play this one way or the other, I would be with you on this. I just don't know if I have the stones to do it, given the fact that the Chargers' offensive struggles are really puzzling to me, and I think that Lombardi hasn't figured out in two years how to really utilize all this talent for the Chargers. That said, it might not matter against this Ram squad. Yeah, it's a couple different things here. And admittedly, like of my kind of top five plays here that, you know, for the early week, mm-hmm. anyways, we'll call it. This is probably my my least favorite one, but I, I am pretty happy taking the Chargers in this game. I think this is kind of a spot with a team that, like you said, uh, it still is not living up to its full potential, but its full potential is still better than I think people realize. And I think, again, you know, with, with the Rams squad here, it's pretty interesting. Like, yeah, they, they they looked good last week, but this is still a team that's decimated by injuries. Um, you know, they're playing a lifeless Denver Broncos squad. It's beyond lifeless. Uh, and they caught them in a primetime game again. And now you're, you I, like, I know that this is, uh, like, a, obviously a home game for both these teams, but now you've got the Chargers here coming in, um, you know, kind of freewheeling here. Chargers have been very good at covering this year as well, 9-5-1 and one ATS. Um, I, I will I will definitely back the Chargers here. I, I think that indoor, this is a really good spot for Herbert, Keenan Allen to work the slot again. And I think this could be the potential breakout spot where we, we really just get like a vintage Justin Herbert performance. The offense clicks and the Rams kind of just go back to being that team where, oh yeah, okay, I mean, it's Baker Mayfield. It's just a patchwork offense again. Uh, I think there's all kinds of uh, scenarios here where the Chargers win uh, going away. And, and I'm happy to back them here. Like I said, it's probably not... Um, you know, the biggest edge of the week for me, but it's still a side that I'm quite happy to uh, to get some down on. Jeff, uh, last one on the NFL before we swap over to your hockey plays for the uh, the night. Eagles, of course, with a win, they clinch the NFC East. They clinch the number one seed through, and home field throughout the NFC playoffs. Right now, uh, you can get you can actually uh, get six right now if you want to lay it with Philadelphia. But you're even more comfortable to lay the hook with that as well. Anything under seven, I, I would be jumping on this early. I mean, Jalen Hurts' news uh, could still potentially drop here, drive this past uh, well into into the eight category. And and you know what? The Hurts' news, uh, this is just a, a bet to me that's independent of that. I mean, what have the Saints done um, that, that we are worried here about them taking on uh, an Eagles team who's averaged 6.3 sacks per game over their last three weeks? You know, the, the Saints have scored 20 points or more twice over their last five games here. And, and, you know, we're, we're worried about them coming in and potentially making this a close game against the Eagles. I think Gardner Minshew will have to do less in this game. And he was quite fine playing in a shootout anyways last week. Had the Eagles in position to win there. They were just facing a juggernaut offense there in the Cowboys. And uh, it was just a bit of a tougher game script. I don't think you're going to see anything close to the same last week. Andy Dalton's going to be forced to drop back more in this game. I think it's bad news. I think the Eagles are in a great spot here to jump on early in the week as well. You can play that line swing if you want. And again, uh, I mean, you know, I don't see this number really dropping anymore. I don't think you're going to uh, get a better number on the Eagles than it is. So to me, this is just a great early number to jump on. Um, I, I think there's there's really no concerns here for me. Saints coming off, uh, you know, just a weird win in a snowstorm where they use Taysom Hill more than Dalton. Uh, give me the Eagles here. Talking DraftKings analyst Jeff Ulrich, he is over on the Twitter machine at the Fantasy Grind. Jeff, I should have started this with wishing you a happy Boxing Day, and I should have done that, and I blew right past it. Happy <laughs> Boxing Day, my friend. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's more just like a yeah. I, I get it. It's it's it's, it's a Canadian holiday. And, um, you know, it's, it's a nice day. It's, a, it's a holiday I wish we had. It sounds fantastic, a bo- Boxing Day. I wish we had Boxing Day. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start it up. Me, we're going we're gonna to do this. Jeff, we, you and I are starting Boxing Day in, the, in America with this show. So, so, yes, so, yes, so, yes. What, you're te- so what you're telling me is you're running for governor in Nevada. In Essentially, whatever okay, we're good. going to do. Let's yeah. head over to the NHL. And uh, I see a total in here, Golden Knights and the Ducks. This total sitting at six. And you think there's going to be some goals in this thing? Yeah, I do. I mean, just playing a little bit of the trends here with uh, with both of these teams. You know, you look at where the Ducks and 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 uh, and Golden Knights have, have played each other over the last 
a couple of years. We've seen the overs hit more often than not six of the last eight games between these two teams pushing towards the over. But, you know, more than anything, this is just a play on the Anaheim Ducks. I mean, a, a team that allows an absurd amount of, you know, high danger chances, scoring chances against um, weak goaltending as well. And, and look, it's also a play somewhat on the Golden Knights state right now. Uh, they're banged up up front. I think you'll probably see the Ducks push them a little bit. You know, consider taking the Golden Knights on the puck line, but I feel more comfortable with just taking the over at a sixth line. Really like that. Um, the fact we're getting six flat there. So give me, uh, yeah, give me the over here. I, I think you'll see goals here. Vegas has been a, a little bit looser defensively as well. Again, I think the injuries adding them, adding up for them a little bit. Won't be shocked to see some kind of four, three game here between these two. Jeff, the first game on the national TV doubleheader here in the States is a matchup between the team with the best goal differential and the third best goal differential in the NHL at the rock in Newark, New Jersey, the devil's, Hosting the Boston Bruins again. The Bruins have just been spectacular all year. The Devils cooling off after the long win streak, but still playing a little bit better the last five games. Uh, basically a coin flip here, Jeff. Yeah, uh, for sure. And, and look, this line's moved a little bit. It's looking like it might be uh, sitting around plus 105 right now on DraftKings. But you know what? It, even with the Devils just uh, get, you know getting like even money here or, or just basically as a pick them. I will take the Devils at home here. The Bruins coming off a tough loss last night, and I think most people expecting them to bounce back. They've pretty much done that all season, but you only have to go back a few days here to the last time these two teams met. The Devils outplayed the Bruins. They, you know, they had 40 shots on net. They got a little bit unlucky. They lost that game, but I think the Devils are well-rested here, waiting for the Bruins at home for a little bit of revenge. This, to me, I'll take these better odds on the Devils here. And, uh, you know, going against Boston, obviously not something you want to do here, but I think the Devils getting a little bit disrespected here. I do think that they, they've very, very competitive matchup here with Boston. And uh, I, I think that they're a team who, you know, can, can definitely push Boston five on five as well. So one of the few teams that uh, I, I, I will, I feel good about matching up against the Bruins. And I think they're just catching them in a rough spot. Boston fourth game uh, since the 23rd here. So it's, it's a really big rest advantage for the devils. And I think that's really factoring into this bet for me. You can find him over at DraftKings on the Twitter machine at the fantasy grind. He is Jeff Ulrich. Jeff, thanks for the time, my man. And we're doing it by the time we talk to you next year around this time, boxing day will be in America. It's happening. <laughs> All right, I'm doing it's this. a big yeah. shopping day. So it's, it's good for everyone. Uh, it is. It is it's good for business, everything like that. Good luck this weekend, my man. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Originally started as a holiday to give gifts to poor people. Now it's a shopping holiday. So this, this, this is what the, this is what the Wikipedia tells me. So we've just changed the whole meaning of the holiday, but we're bringing it to the States. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. College Bowl season's here, and VEASAN's got you covered. We have picks, spreads, and totals for every single bowl game. VEASAN.com to check out all of our bowl betting coverage while you're there. It's a great time to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. It's only 79 American, and you get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today. As always, drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. As always. And, uh, Jeff, it is one of those uh, it's one of those things where sometimes we just don't have enough time to get things that we want, that we want to, and – about three segments ago, I was like really into this whole leading touchdown score, re- receiving touchdowns on the season. And there was some very interesting points that you brought up, which is right now, as we said, Travis Kelsey and Devontae Adams are tied at 12 touchdowns apiece. So you have a you have a market in which in receiving touchdowns, it's minus 185 on Travis Kelsey. It has now moved to plus 145 on Devontae Adams to have the most receiving touchdowns. Steph Diggs, who is a little bit behind them, he is sitting at 10, so he would have to have a couple of big weeks in a row. But he is at 20 to 1 in this market as well. A.J. Brown also sitting at 20 to 1. If you're wondering how this breaks down, 12 for Kelsey, 12 for Adams, 10 each for Diggs and Brown. We said Burrow is at least worth a flyer because there's a real scenario in which he could throw for three this week, and Mahomes only throws for one, and Burrow goes into week 18, only one down, and in a game that matters, whereas Mahomes is going to be in a game that doesn't matter, there could, there's all kinds of scenarios where I think the 8-1 to one on Burrow is a good bet. What do we think about the Kelsey, Adams, Diggs, Brown thing here? Two full behind our Diggs and Brown, tied with Kelsey, tied as Kelsey and Adams, but we have, again, 
two pushover games for the Chiefs, and now we have a quarterback change for the Raiders. So this actually became a very interesting market all of a sudden. I was going to say, I felt like 12 is kind of a low number to uh, to have at this point of the year. And then we go back to 2019, and Kenny Galladay had the most receiving touchdowns at a hearty 11. Yeah. So maybe maybe uh, just the big year Devontae Adams had last year kind of made everything mm-hmm. a little bit skewed. I, I have a hard time seeing Travis Kelsey not winning this at this point, Matt. Yeah. And, and I know I know that that's a juicy number on Diggs, which, by the way, they've kind of forgotten that Stephon Diggs has existed the last and, few weeks. And we should put, like, if you're watching at home, this is, so these graphics get made daily, right? And so this is from this morning. Then the news comes through that they are going to bench Derek Carr. So this moves from even money on Devontae Adams to where he is now plus 145 in Not this market. And and Kelsey moves all the way to minus 185 yeah, from minus 105. Geez. So this, this, this morning, the number has poured in on both of these guys. So you believe that it's not worth a 20 to one on an AJ Brown or a Steph Diggs that no, they go, that they go wacky. In, no, in here's, the final here, two weeks here's your problem with AJ Brown. If the Eagles win this week, you're going in one game. That's it. You get in one game. So he's not going to limited snaps at best in they, week. 18. Yes. If they win on Sunday against new Orleans, which again, even if it's been shoot, they're going to mm-hmm. be favored to, we will see AJ Brown for zero mm-hmm. plays in week 18. I feel pretty confident in that, that we will not see him at all. And then with Diggs, look, I mean, you're you're dealing with even though I think Monday night's going to be a shootout, you're dealing with dealing with a defense that if anything's underrated at, mm-hmm. at this point, man. And let's face it, they've kind of Allen has kind of lost it a little bit with Diggs the last few weeks. Maybe some of it is the weather, maybe some of it is the opponents, mm-hmm. but they are not right at the moment. Those two guys, I think, if Kel- it would be a big shock. If Kelsey doesn't end up with the most, and look at his look at his opponents. I mean, he's playing. I know Denver's defense is good, but that was an mm-hmm. ultimate give up on Christmas Day. And then they play the Raiders, who are down two more good defensive players with Jones and Perriman being put on IR. And Kansas City, look, look, I, I get your theory that maybe we see less of Mahomes as that game goes along, but the Kansas City Chiefs, in order to get the one seed, are going to have to go two and zero and mm-hmm. need Buffalo to lose once. So they're going to have to play all their dudes on Sunday against against Denver, and and if Buffalo gets beat by Cincinnati, KC's got to play that Week 18 game straight up the mm-hmm. whole way through to get that one seed. Yeah, for me, this is this one is less of a definitely take a flyer than the Burrow one because again, also it's far more likely for a quarterback to have a three or four touchdown passing game than it is for a receiver to have a two or three receiving touchdown game. And so while we would need, while we would need two games in which, and I, like you said, I'm with you on, on it would, there's no way in the world that you're even looking at AJ Brown. I mean, it would be, it would would be digs or pass right in this market. If you wanted to go with one of those, uh, if you wanted to go with one of those, but I I'm, I'm looking here and saying, okay, burrow eight to one, Three touchdown game, four touchdown game, not out of the range of outcomes, right? And then you come back the next week and get another three touchdown game. Back-to-back three or four touchdown games for Joe Burrow, not out of the range of outcomes. If we need Steph Diggs to have back-to-back two two or three touchdown reception games, I do think it, the range of outcomes does kind of put that out of play here. So, for me, even if it's a juicier number at 20 and all this, I, I just I can't get there. I, I don't know. I mean – there's probably someone out there who's like, man, dude, it's 20 to one. What are you talking about? Like, I'll, I'll throw a few beans on it. If you want to throw a few beans on it, fine. But I just, I don't think that one gets home. Yeah. I just, it's not worth it. There are better, bigger bets at this point to make than that. Yes. Producer Steph does point out that Kelsey had a four touchdown game. And so there is like, you know, from a per game basis, the stats are at least a little bit skewed when it comes to that. But I think starting with the two TD lead, is I, I, the only thing I would do here would I mean Kelsey would, Kelsey, be, would be would be bet Adams for, on the case just on the off chance that you know more than fifty percent of Kelsey's course. touchdowns are from two games this year the four against the Raiders oh look who's on the schedule week eighteen <laughs> it's the Raiders um, and then the three on the Sunday night against the Chargers where he totally destroyed mm-hmm. Derwin James so I look I he has been kept out of the end zone. But I think Devontae Adams will be the better. He's getting at least. I, you can't bet Devontae Adams with no quarterback. Like, you just can't. But you're going to get garbage time. Are and, you? Are you? Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Let me rephrase how I just, uh, just came back there. 
does garbage time matter with Jared Stidham playing quarterback where one of the games is against San Francisco where they have proven they will play the whole game out. Do I need to remind you that before this season started, you were stumping for Davis Mills? Uh, do I need Davis to remind you? I need to remind you about this. Oh, and you're, and you're trying to tell me that Jared Stidham can't get, can't get some garbage time yardage in any of these games? You're telling me that Davis Mills was a top that's eight like, quarterback in the NFL? Matt, Matt, that's like comparing me to Bob Costas. That's not a fair fight. Come on now. Mills is in a different stratosphere than Jared Stidham. <laughs> I mean, do we even know? I mean, I, I mean, I guess I we. Mean, yes, I guess we know, we know but Stidham. do we? Do we even know? I mean, I don't know. Look, if, we if know. Jared, look, if Jared Stidham goes out and plays mm-hmm. well against San Francisco's defense, look, we've seen a plenty of idiotic things happen in the league this year. Yeah, we know that, but that would be near the top if Jared Stidham lit up the Niner defense. So I, again, Burrow I thinks a bet on the touchdowns. I don't necessarily think that there's a flyer here for Diggs or Brown. I do think Devonte Adams though at plus money with him being tied. All things being equal, could there not be a bunch of garbage time stuff going on there? I don't know. If they, if, if they, I'll put it this way. If I had to make a bet in this market, that's where it would be. Uh, over on MVP, let's go back to yeah. a, another race that is between Mahomes and, and Burrow. You can add Allen in there as well. So here's here's season statistics, right? So we got Mahomes, 66.9% completion percentage, 4,720 yards, 37 passing touchdowns, 11 picks, 321 rushing yards, and four rushing touchdowns. Burrow. 69% completion percentage. Now he is 400 yards behind with 4260. 34 passing touchdowns and as we mentioned could be caught up or at least get really really close there over the course of the next 2 weeks. Same interceptions, 247 rushing yards, so he is about 68 yards um under Patrick Mahomes, but he has 5 rushing touchdowns which is one more than Patrick Mahomes and he has a head-to-head victory over Mahomes on the course of the season. This is not to say that Burrow is an auto bet, but all I'm saying is these odds do seem at least a little bit skewed given the given the, where we're sitting right now. Burrow is at plus 750. Mahomes is at minus 500 in this. And we do have an off chance that Burrow is going to go out this week and beat the current number one seed in the, in the AFC. And, like, for me, I don't know. Like, I mean – I already have a nine nine fifty on Burrow because I was kind of hedging off of my Hertz bet, which R.I.P. my Hertz bet. I can't believe oh, it's just such a so what are you so going to do? Yeah, just a poorly timed injury. But um, but, but Burrow at seven fifty. I'll just put it this way: it's not dead. I'll put it. It doesn't seem right. dead to me, and these odds lend like make you think that it's dead. And I don't think this is for, a dead. For first off, here we talked about this a little bit on mm-hmm. Monday. The Bill Bengal game, especially if Mahomes goes out and has. Let's say Mahomes has an average game by his mm-hmm. standards. 270 pass, 260 passing yards, a touchdown, maybe a turnover, and a methodical Kansas City 24-7 win, which I think you and I mm-hmm. both think is in yeah. play this week. And then Monday night, Burrow and Allen go shot for shot right. in this epic both game. Both play into the 30s. Both play yeah. into the 30s. Yeah. Both go throw four mm-hmm. touchdowns. And I, I will say this, and again, I, I've been somewhat anti-Josh Allen this year. In comparison to how the market has treated him, if Josh Allen and the Bills win a big game on Monday night because of Josh Allen, eight to one's a great bet. I, I, right I, I think so as well. I, I mean, I just don't think this market is as dead as these numbers are making it appear. So, uh, something I am certainly going to maybe dabble in. I already have a piece of Mahomes and Burrow. Might even add some Josh Allen. We'll talk some NBA here on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. The countdown to 2023 has started, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook has you covered to start the new year off with a bang. Join Bet Rivers on both New Year's Eve and New Year's Day to ring in 2023. Log on to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app on December 31st. You're going to get a 22% profit boost, but hey, don't stop there. Come back again on the first. Sleep off that hangover, then come back on the first and get a 23% profit boost on any qualifying wager. That is right. Bet Rivers is going to give you not one, but two different profit boosts. It is. A whole new game. I, I'm looking here. You are correct. It was. A, it, it. It. No. No. It is. It's 2023, 2024, and 2025. It's one plus so three. It was a one plus. Yes. Yeah, so it was a three year extension for Derek Carr that we are looking at here. Uh, news coming through while we were on break that he has stepped away from the team uh, to avoid distractions. I'm sure that has. I'm sure that was the reason. Nothing to do with the fact that he got bent. Just, you know, I'm no, just curious a little mad. that if, if Stidham were, have to, were, ha- were having to leave the game on Sunday, how bad is Chase Garbers going to be against the Niner defense? So here's the thing. That's, I, what, I'm, that's what I'm curious on. So, I, I, listen, I pay pretty close attention to a you lot. To, you had to lot, remind a, yourself a, a who lot. Chase Garbers was? I, I had to go and I had to Google Chase you Garbers. To, you had to remind yourself? I did. I California had to, quarterback? I had, to, I had to Google Chase Garbers and try to figure out what Chase Garbers was was all about. Um, yes. So, he <laughs> – Chase Garbers, as you just mentioned, yes, went to Cal. He is 6'2", 215, 23-year-old uh, quarterback here that was is now the de facto number two for the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. So actually, like I, gotta be honest, time. I gotta be honest, I kind of want to see Garbers have to get in. Don't you? I want to see Garbers have to play. I really want to see him have to play. You do too. Come on. I, I just said that I, I'm curious if it happens. I'm you, with you. You, you, wanna, with you know, you, know you want to see him play. <laughs> no, I want to see him play. I wanna, look, I, again, it's a shame that like the Raiders are not playing. Like Legitimately, the two best teams on their schedule the whole season are playing the last two weeks of the mm-hmm. season. I really wish like this was like, oh, let's give them the Texans Saints back to back here. Right. Granted, that first time with the Saints was as ugly a performance as anyone's had all year. So from a betting standpoint, a couple of news and notes that we didn't get to that are certainly relevant to how you may view these games this week. Uh, Doug Peterson did come out and say that the Jaguars are not going to rest their starters here in week 17. So if you're wondering why that line was moving today, that is the reason why. So this is now ballooned up to a four and a half point spread in favor of the Jags over the Texans. Now here's the thing about reading between the lines, Jeff, he just said he's not going to rest them for, to, to, for the entire week. He did not say they were going to play a full complement of snaps and how long they were Mm -hmm. going to play and all the stuff like that. So that's why for me, a little, a little bit of hesitancy in backing the Jags, because I don't think he's going to say something like that and only play them the first quarter and pull them. But it wouldn't surprise me if it's a, if they're up a couple scores, few scores or whatever at halftime that we do not see Trevor Lawrence in the second half. And so, so for me, I know he said that and they probably they're, they're going to play, but he didn't say how long. And for that reason, that's just going to be a skip game for me. He should not play Trevor Lawrence, a single snap. The only argument for playing Trevor Lawrence is that Jacksonville's offense is in such a good rhythm right now that they don't want to mess up. And I think rhythm. that's why he wants to play him at least we, a little bit. Yeah, right? I, I, yeah. I expect to see yeah. him at least look, who knows again, you get into an NFL game mm-hmm. and as idiotic as this will sound, 
the Jaguars, who have not beaten the Texans in five years, Matt, <laughs> I would imagine would like to beat the Houston Texans for the first time mm-hmm. in a presidential, in more than a presidential term. So there is, there is at least that going into this. Again, I, for me, I think this is probably one of those where from an in-game strategy, I might wait for the Texans to get like plus 10 and a half or something in-game and then just kind of gamble on the fact that the starters are not going to play the second half for the Jacks. Like uh, that's kind of where I'm, my head is at, at least from an initial standpoint. Because again, he didn't elaborate how much they were going to play. And I right. think that was fairly telling. He's like, eh, you know what? They're going to play. So I'm going to tell you how so, much. So, uh, with the way that Tennessee is legitimately, I mean, you might be suited. You might be on a plane. Well, assuming you could get a flight from here to Nashville yeah. in time to get to the game on Thursday, you might be suiting up for the Titans tomorrow. I don't know if you yeah, I mean, seriously, at this like, point. Like, with yeah. all those guys out. And again, this game, these two games for these teams, unless if you have the. I, I, is it safe to say the delusion that you could get in as a wild card with basically every single thing going your way in the AFC playoff picture the next two weeks at nine and eight, like technically, or excuse me, at eight and nine, I should say for both teams, which technically that scenario is alive, but about 40 things would have to happen. Um, so look, I wouldn't play at my guys if I'm Jacksonville. Tennessee's already electing not to play their guys through injury or not. Yeah. So again, I'm just more intrigued to see when what, what single window we're going to have to watch Malik Willis again uh, in Week 18 because that game's going in a single window. It's just a matter of which one. So I am. Uh, I'm actually glad that we are not eligible for this for this DraftKings promotion because I, I even with all the nightmare travel scenario that's going on right now and all that stuff. I would get on a plane and fly to Ohio for the chance to get a hundred thousand dollar free bet. I would go and sign up and do that. So I would I would put myself through the hell that is the airports right now to go and have a chance to play for right, to, to get a hundred to get a hundred thousand dollar free bet. So see. I'm actually let, glad we're not eligible let, for that because I'm saving myself some stress and heartache. Let's see real quick. Let's see. Let's see. Matt Matt Brown flying to Columbus, Ohio. On spirit, on spirit, on obviously New, yes, on, yes. On, on, on New Year's in the, Eve, yes. in the in the compartment up, whatever, yes. in the in the luggage compartment or whatever. Yes, yes uh, you're not going to pay extra for the big the big seat. No, no, I'm not going to yeah, do that. No, I'm not doing any of that <laughs> stuff. But yeah, it's it's. I'm actually glad we're not eligible because I actually think I'm 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 screwy enough to do that. So I would. Oh, I, I, would, I wouldn't put it past you if you oh, did that. I mean, I flew to Jersey when when, when Jersey hey, legalized. I flew look, to Jersey and took look, advantage. I, of all I don't those know things. what would be a more miserable experience for you: a, a flight from here to Columbus on on Spirit, or a flight from here to Cleveland on Frontier. Those would be your fun options. Since, <laughs> South, <laughs> since Southwest does not we can't exist do that. right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't yeah. even do that. Like, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Maybe Southwest could drive me there, though. Like, they, they don't hey, have to fly the plane. They could just you drive get there the plane our, there. Our guy Todd Wishnev went from Pittsburgh to here in the car in less than 24 hours. You could get to Cleveland. It's shorter yeah, drive. I'm just uh, I'm a little too bushy for that. Get Matt Brown to Toledo, guys. Little, Let's little, do it. A little too bushy for that. <laughs> I'm not gonna, wouldn't, wouldn't do that. No, wouldn't do that. Uh, we have gotten this far. And this is more sports talk radio than it is from a betting standpoint, but we have to pay. We have to pay homage to Luka Doncic and what he did last night in in the 126-121 overtime win over the Knicks. 60 points, 21 rebounds, 10 assists, two steals. It is the only 60-plus, 20-plus, 10-plus triple-double of all time. It actually is the only 60-plus, 10-plus, 10-plus triple-double of all time. Uh, Luka... I just was fortunate enough that I was I put it on one of the I put it on one of the ancillary televisions. Didn't have it on the one that had the sound, but I had it on one of the ancillary te- televisions. And so I look up and I see that they're down pretty big, kind of not paying attention. And then I look and I see, see things starting to happen. And then I was able to really uh, pay attention to to that game and see what he did. But I mean, look, Luca. Uh, there's no questioning how fantastic of a player he is. There's no questioning that he needs to be in the MVP race and needs to be in the MVP conversation. That being said, I think there's a bit of an overreaction to this because he went from he went from a solid fourth all the way to a second shot behind Jason Tatum, plus 250 on Jason Tatum. Luca's sitting now plus 330. Um, Giannis, who is, you know, again, on a nightly basis, putting up massive numbers, moves to four to one. Jokic, four and a half to one. Durant, Nine to one and be ten to one. So that's everybody else passed out as thirty or longer. So for our conversation here, amazing, yes. Deserve it to be in the conversation, yes. But plays on the worst team out of any of the teams that I just mentioned, and a team that you know at this point I still expect to make the playoffs, but it's not out of the realm of possibility that that they don't. I mean, so I, they'll I, make the they'll make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, hey, look, it, 
at some point, and look, for Dallas, just get some guys around this guy. Come on at this point. It's just been one <laughs> weird offseason after another. It's like, oh, well, we got we got to the yeah. we got to the Western Conference Finals last year. Luca didn't play half the series against Utah. We're good. Yeah. We don't need to replace Jalen Brunson and and, and now like all said, of a sudden they're like, I said likely to play the mix yeah. spells, but it is it is not out of the realm. I mean, like we expect yeah, the could, Warriors to get better when Steph comes back. They, we they, accept they the play. Could, you know, I mean, like they you know, could get stuck playing in a play-in. Yeah, scenario. in the play-in. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Uh, by the way, in the MVP race, the only bet that I actually think would be worth it right now is KD. Mm-hmm. The only concern I would have is that the media would be, would would do what they do when they don't love players, kind of Barry Bonds them, mm-hmm. and, hey, you might be the best player in the league this year. We're going to vote you fourth. We're going to put you fifth on our ballots, especially when, uh, Matt, has there ever been a player in this league that the NBA media has wanted to be great more than Jason Tatum? With the way that he was put again, they made the finals last year. Obviously, an amazing accomplishment. Yeah, but he got overrated because of the playoff run. Now he's been very good this year. But if you look at the pure analytics numbers, yeah, he's fifth, mm-hmm. not first, like the betting markets say. Uh, last pro tip here of the day. Just remember, we were talking about some of these additional markets that you continue to bet, even though there's only two weeks left in the season, Jeff. These are still bettable markets, and certainly if you can draw a line to how these can get home, you're getting really long odds on these things at this point. So, again, not likely to happen, but we are talking about some of these bets being 7-1, to 8-1, to 9-1, to one, or as far as 20-1 to one if you do want to take a shot on one of the receivers or something like that. So just something to keep in mind that there you don't only have to keep betting Spreads and totals here as we come to the close of the season. Stick around for BC. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 